Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host, Dave Bell, 428-9494. That's the phone number, 928-428-9494. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. We were chatting before we went on the air about uh, something that happened at the Pima Town Council meeting last night. Uh, Pima approved the resolution making the chamber of commerce the and i get i see how he's i think i get it wrong the destination marketing organization or destination management organization i'm not sure which not sure which it is i i i just know it's the dmo um which is a tourism designation and how we love our acronyms oh yeah if it's not an alphabet soup i don't know Um, and happy valentine's day too yes um and it it's a big deal because from a tourism standpoint, the Arizona Office of Tourism only deals with DMOs, these organizations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to spend some money in the on, area yeah, yeah, for tourism, mm-hmm. the Arizona Office of Tourism will match or assist or might even do the marketing yeah. depending on what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like when uh, Kingman was doing... A uh, Route 66 celebration. I think it was the 100th yeah. anniversary of that. Um, AOT, the Arizona Office of Tourism, was huge on that one. Mm-hmm. They they threw a ton of money at yeah. that. Um, but other things, they yeah. might do a 50-50 match yeah. or yeah. 75-25. So it's a good thing for Graham County. It's a good thing for the Gila Valley. It really is. So and Pima was the last one to approve it. So uh, because of the way Save meetings, the best for last, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, the way meetings fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pima was the last and they approved it and there was no discussion. Yeah. There really wasn't. It okay. was, it was pleasant. It, yeah. Cause I had to make the presentation. Vance wasn't there. Oh, gotcha. And, uh, Vance gave me like two pages <laughs> to read more than I gave you on Saturday. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and I, Oh, Saturday was perfect. You just gave me a point, bullet points. Gave me two pages. I got up and I said, Fans gave me two pages, and Vernon, the, the town manager, yeah. is not feeling good okay. right now. Um, and so he, was, he wasn't up for two pages. And I said, two pages. Do you want me to read this or just give you the high points? And they were like, yeah, it's you could keep it short. Um, nice. So that I, like, vo- I like meetings like that. Me too. That voice you hear is Nick nordgren He joins me apparently every day. Um, we were joking about it. Reed wants to give him a desk here at the, at the office. Um, it's just a fluke that our schedule yeah, kind of fell this way. Scheduling ended up that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as you said, happy, uh, happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I shouldn't ask this, but I'm going to Catholic. Uh, me? Yes. Uh, I'm going to, I should, I should say this and I will elaborate. I was raised Catholic. Raised Catholic. Okay. Good um, enough. That's yeah. good enough. <laughs> then, uh, happy Ash Wednesday to everybody who celebrates. Yes. Um, I, I don't. See, I'm ignorant on the LDS faith, so I don't... See, I grew up Protestant. Yeah. Um, we're, my family's Irish Protestant, and in Chicago, there are no Irish Protestants right. other than my family. <laughs> um, so, we, you know, there's no Anglican yeah. churches in, yeah. in America. Episcopalian's the closest, right. but we didn't have one, so yeah. I, I went to a Lutheran church. I don't believe the LDS... I mean, Easter, yes, they, there's a celebration there, but LDS, as far as, you know, yeah, the, I don't know about the, the ashes, carnival and, 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 you know, the start of Lent and, yeah. and all those it's you know, very cultural Catholic. things yeah. are, are Catholic. It's, it's yeah. very Catholic. Yeah, the whole, so. You know, that's why we 
party like crazy on Mardi Gras and then, you know, get our ashes on Wednesday. And <laughs> I'm just never sure about the imposition of ashes and, and yeah, which yeah. faiths do and which yeah. ones don't. I, you know, I don't know. I want to say the Episcopalians might. I think they do because and, they're basically the, the American reason, Anglican. Right. And I think the reason I remember that is because of Devin. Yeah. Devin always referring to Ash Wednesday or, you know, Devin talking about Ash Wednesday services or something like that. So well, he's usually that's why out, it's in my mind. He's usually out doing the drive through mm-hmm. Ashes with Sherry Brady. Yeah. yeah uh, which yeah. is, I believe, going on till 10 today. Okay. Yeah. So if you do want to get Ashes, but you don't have a lot of time. Uh, you can drive through. It's at the corner of 8th and 20th across from Walmart in that vacant lot. Oh, all right. All where, right. where like, yeah. the the Hatch Chili guy sets up. Right, and, okay. Yeah. Uh, Have they done that, like, years prior to? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that. And then uh, over by First Methodist Church at 10th and 10th. They I knew do that both one. Places. Okay, I knew the Methodist Church one. And then, yeah. of course, the Catholic Church does right. it. Right. And then you can go to St. Rose or, or, yeah. <laughs> that different, uh, different churches, I believe, too. Right. So, so uh, Ash Wednesday, uh, there you go. Give up something for Lent. <laughs> Again, very Catholic. I haven't done that for years. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was not that. Um, are, are, all right, do you hold on to no meat on Friday? I do not. Okay. Uh, my father is still very, you know, he's no meat on Friday. He gives up something for Lent. He's, he's very Catholic, and, you know, he follows those those set of procedures or rules or, you know, whatever um, they call them in the faith community. But yeah, he still does all that stuff. And, and, you know, I I do not. (laughs) My my grandmother was staunch on that. Yeah. Uh, My mom generally did just to keep my grandma. I was like, no, I'm not. Well, you know, when I was growing up, my grandfather was a deacon in the Catholic church. My grandmother was part of the ladies group in the church and, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents when I was younger. So I was very, very, very Catholic (laughs) in the sense that, you know, I was, I, you know, do pictures of Our Lady of Guadalupe. I did a lot of religious things and, and it was because I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and I, they, their lives centered around that. And so, you know, it just became something that I did all the time. No, okay. <laughs> I, I did not. I and, did. Uh, I, I, yeah. I was an altar yeah, boy. Most of my friends did. And, uh, at, you know, by that time I was already coming into my own and I was already realizing who I was and, and it just didn't mash up. And so, I get that. yeah. So, and it wasn't, you know, by that age, you know, I knew. <laughs> In my church, we call them acolytes, but they're functionally yeah, altar boys. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. yeah. Most, I don't think, I mean, I can remember pretty much all of my friends in, in school did do it at some point, so. Yeah, did it up until eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. so uh, there you go. It's a big deal in where I grew up, the city of Chicago, because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, a, it's, it's a Catholic city. <laughs> it's a Catholic city. Very Catholic city. Yes. Um, but. I think it's a second. Is New York the largest or is L.A. the largest Catholic city? Oh, I'm not sure about that demographic. I do know that. And, and this is a little. There are hundreds of thousands of Teases in Chicago. If yeah. I if I remember correctly, there's a lot of Teases in Chicago. So just. Um, it, it's, but yes, I know it's up there with those those cities. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a huge Catholic city. Yeah. So uh, on every corner, there's either a hot dog uh, stand mm-hmm. or uh, an Italian beef stand. Say that I would appreciate. Italian no, beef t- stand. I'm you, it's so wonderful. <laughs> I would appreciate that it, for sure. It is so great. 
except on Fridays during Lent. Because they're gone. Because you can't serve meat to a Catholic population. Well, and, and it, you know, if you know your market, you're not going to sit out on the corner yeah. trying to sell a hot dog in Chicago it's not gonna on happen. a Friday. <laughs> so what they did was, the big thing now is, starting today, is peppers and eggs. Oh. They'll do peppers and egg sandwiches. Okay. They should do peppers and eggs tacos. Yeah. Tacos would do really, breakfast tacos would do really well without the... Without the meat. Now it's Chicago, so I want to stress the peppers are green peppers. Yes, they're they're not they're not chilies. Yeah, not chilies at all. <laughs> you know, it's sweet peppers. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, peppers and eggs for yeah. every Friday. And you see all Sounds the guys, to me. all the blue collar guys. Yeah, that's all they're eating on a Friday. Yeah, are peppers and eggs. Well, and most people don't realize in the restaurant industry the reason you have Fish Fridays is for this very reason is during the Lenten season. You know, Catholics don't. Yeah. They don't partake in meat. And so most, you know, that, that cultural thing, that's where it comes from. You know, most people don't realize that fish Fridays was because of this and started, you know, became a thing culturally because of that. Um, the, I, this, I do know for fact, <laughs> um, because I did go to hamburger, U, <laughs> McDonald's training. Um, good I, for you. Well, it was in Chicago <laughs> and I worked at a corporate store, which yeah, is rare. Yeah. Most of them are franchised, but uh-huh. I worked yep. at a corporate and I got sent to hamburger. You, um, that explains a lot, Dave. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Um, the filet of fish is because of Catholicism, mm-hmm. Ohio. There was a franchisee in Ohio okay. who was just bleeding business on Fridays mm. during Lent. And, and he, would yell about it he's like i gotta have something fish and he was serving fish and right. and corporate got mad at him and said look it's not on the menu you cannot do this and he's like let me just try it let me yes, show you what yes. the numbers look like and yeah. hence the filet of fish because it's sold like crazy yeah and and this is you know perfect example of corporate america you know if you don't allow those changes in you don't allow those ideas in you're you're not going to be as successful as as other places that do allow that that stuff in and that those ideas and the change in mcdonald's because <laughs> the filet of fish was born and oh my gosh because yeah. i know my father enjoys that on fridays there too you go. <laughs> well let's go from religion right into pride um which i'm glad to which see is a nice transition right well, actually i'm glad to see it because uh the pope recently mm-hmm. um, he sure did uh came out and said look they're not going to marry in the church but they're acknowledging the unions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Pope Francis. I really am. I like him. He's doing the things. It's funny. He's the first Christian I've seen for a long time that's actually promoting Christianity. Christianity. Yeah, that's a step forward. I'm telling you, that is a step forward. Um, so I'm, I'm really liking Francis. Uh, but but it's it's pride and you and I have talked. It looks mm-hmm. like June is going to be June first. It's Pride ha- Month, but it's going to be it Pride is. Month yeah. here in Graham County. Correct, and that's the schedule. That's the plan. We haven't filed the permit yet with the city of Safford, so you know we're we're still need to do that. Um, our nonprofit is filed with the Secretary of State's office. We do have to um, publish our articles of incorporation. incorporation. Over the next, I think I have another 30 days to do that. <clears throat> and then we are we are already selling uh, tables, uh, vendors, and any of those things that take place at an event like this, as well as looking for partners for donations for our pride stage and, uh, you know, to get entertainment for that whole day. So plans are underway. They are robust. We've gotten a few more 
a few more volunteers join us this past meeting. So I'm excited about that. And uh, we're hoping to get, um, I don't know if you read the article in the Courier about the drag show in Marenzi Clifton area. I didn't read the article. I did see the posting by somebody in the Pride group. Okay, yeah. Who who referenced it yeah. um, and said, gee, we really hope we can get one down here. Yeah. Um, so, but I hadn't so said, Brooke, to, I think, wrote it, right? Brooke wrote the, the yeah. article, yes. And, and it centers around... The, the chatter that uh, Marenzi Clifton is having around the event and um, I am in the article quoted and uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking to partner with him. Uh, I, his last name is Lake. I, I believe I'm not sure what his first name is, but his last name's Lake. Uh, the young gentleman that organized it, he is a drag queen and he will be performing that night. So I'm reaching out. Hopefully we can partner with him. Hopefully we can, you know, support him in however we can as far as promotion, PR, marketing, that aspect down here. And then hopefully he'll join us in June, you know, once once we get that launched and going. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, and like I said in the article, there's always going to be chatter about about things of this nature <laughs> you know it's it's I, can i be it's honest, gonna happen i don't understand why there is and now I, look i'm older and i <laughs> i appreciate that but i remember you know my mom i can remember my grandmother wanting to go see drag shows uh-huh. yeah um because quite frankly if you've gone to one they're fun. Well, and but and you're from Chicago, which which, which is a liberal city, and I understand and very. And there, the culture is there, and it's been there for a long time. Rural Arizona, it you know, not so much. It's it's not embedded like Chicago, and not it it wasn't always embedded in Chicago, but it it you know. But it was fun, and and, and it was, it was part of, yeah. look. Flip Wilson dre- dressed mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in a, a, was in a dress for Geraldine. Uh, kids in the hall in the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. Five men. Look, I was in an improv group. We struggled to find women. At one point, <laughs> right. we finally said the yeah. heck with it. Yeah. And we played the women. Yeah. It, it's just Shakespeare's time. Right. Women yeah. did not act. Hence I mean, it's embedded in, in, love. in theater. It's embedded in movies. I mean, yeah. So it's, it's been in movies forever. Yeah. Victor Victoria, yeah. and uh, which was. Heck, got an Oscar nomination. What is it? Uh, Lemon and the original, the beach, oh, uh, what is it called? What, uh, <laughs> they're on the beach. They're dressed as women. I think it was Jack Lemon and, and- Oh, Some Like It Hot. Some Like It Hot. Um, you know, I, I'm sorry. I went to I went to Frankie and Annette and all the beach blanket movies. Sorry. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah. La Caja it, Folet. It's, you know, it's, it's yeah, been the in Bird theater Cage, and cinema for a long time. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 what it is, is- because it's it's taken to another context and it's not left in the context is what it is, is which is entertainment entertainment and that's the context is it in and yes there are it, pride centers around it because that was the one place that individuals LGBTQ individuals could just be and not ha- not be persecuted and not be and until of course you know the riots in Stonewall but they they were able to do those things on the level of calling it entertainment because it allowed them to be in an atmosphere that was comfortable in an atmosphere that was welcoming and an atmosphere that was that people applauded and said oh this is awesome this is great and and it was entertainment yes it was based in in pride and it was based on the LGBTQ culture and the sense that they were able to do something 
that gave them joy and gave them something to be proud about without being persecuted for. You know, even uh, what's the Liza Minnelli movie? I love it to death. Uh, Nazi Germany. Oh, the Cabaret. Cabaret. You know, even, you know, that storyline right there. Oh, yeah, I first the Joel Gray character. Yeah, yeah, you know, the whole idea of drag existing in Nazi Germany the way it was. And and so, yes, that is that is one of the reasons why LGBTQ culture loves drag so much because it does embody that, you know, years of persecution where that was a free space. That was an open space for us. And that was a place where, where we could be something and be more of ourselves without the persecution. So we, we are a weird culture. We really are. <laughs> are and, we Cause I'm are saying, we though? cause your explanation makes perfect sense. <laughs> but then I'm thinking about, uh, Jews in entertainment uh-huh. who have been embraced forever, mm-hmm. but are shunned, mm-hmm. uh, traditionally shunned mm-hmm. everywhere. I think about African-Americans, African-Americans who had to perform in blackface right. in order to perform, perform. Mm-hmm. and were relegated mm-hmm. as three-fifths of a human. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy to me that to be yourself, you have to hide in a in cinematic order, sense yeah, or a theatrical sense to be in public to be in public yeah it, it's, it's just we're boy, we gotta figure this <laughs> we, out we are a dichotomy and we know that <laughs> we know that and and you know it and and that's one of the reasons why for myself i do love the cinema and i do love movies you know it was one of the things we had talked about in the past um with devin was getting a movie night going at the episcopal church where we showcased gay lgbtq gay culture movies which is still in the works and still idea really want to go and i love movies (laughs) right and that in of itself you know right there so much of my early experiences were through movies torch song trilogy you know uh, falsettos there were so many movies out there that helped me better understand myself because living in a small town community living in a conservative community growing up in a very catholic environment there wasn't really anybody I had to talk to, you know, there really wasn't. And, um, you know, although there were other individuals who were LGBTQ in the community, that wasn't something you approach them about. (laughs) It really wasn't. So, you know, cinema is sometimes the safest place for people of LGBTQ in within the LGBT culture. So, and yet, I'm, I'm thinking of Rock Hudson, who <laughs> had, to, who had yet, to stay in the closet. Mm-hmm. Victor Mature had to stay in, in the, the closet. closet. And and you just feel yeah. awful for these folks. And But was it Marlena Dietrich who was like, I don't care? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was Dietrich. I'm trying to remember. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, oh, heck, I can't think of her name. She was on uh, the Batman TV show, Tallulah Bankhead. Yeah, there you go, Bankhead. Uh, Bankhead, who was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I just don't care. <laughs> you can know whatever you want, and that's the deal. Well, and there there are those individuals, you know, that exist in in the world that, you know, we're an open book. We, we, don't, we don't think that it's necessary to, to fit into, you know, whatever category that society wants us to fit into. We have gotten to the point where we can be ourselves wherever we're at. So, so why is it then, look, I understand for political purposes, for, for power purposes, and more importantly for money, Mm -hmm. there is this whole, 
anti-grooming, banning books, uh, drag is awful movement. I, I understand that. There may be one or two people who really yeah. truly believe that in their hearts, mm-hmm. but I think most of it is I can amass power Correct. by doing this. Correct. And invariably, they're engaged in the activity. I'm thinking of the Moms for Liberty, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. nobody cares if you're bi. Not nobody cares they if, really if that makes you happy. God bless. Have a good right. time. Yes. As long as you're not hurting and not forcing anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's like every what is it? Every accusation is a confession. And, and, you know, and right now the, it's crazy the trans community is being used as a political pun. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because the trans community has been around for a long time. There's there. I don't I can't imagine a time in history that the trans community hasn't been a part of society, whether they were, you know, forefront of society or, or in the back of society, they've been a part of society. It, it's not, it's nothing new and science will tell you it's nothing new, but they're being used as a political pawn right now because it's, it's easy to take a minority group and, and a group or a subsect or a group that, you know, let's be real here. Most of America is Christian yeah. Those numbers are changing and, you know, a lot of people don't go to church anymore, but the belief system is still there. And so when you have that core belief system that believes people that are trans are sinners, uh, you know, that's where the political pawn comes in and then where, you know, See, that's using, why I like the Pope because the Pope's not saying people. they're exactly. sinners. The Pope is saying we just love everybody. Yes. No, I'm not going to marry you because that right, our church right. believes in you know yeah. straight marriage and procreation and okay because the Pope's being Christian yeah that, that's <laughs> that's fine but he's saying no 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 we love yes and so, that, and that's what it comes down to is is the love the unconditional love that exists within a community is it conditional or is it unconditional and is there any kind of love that's worth having if it's conditional you know it it should be unconditional love love the definition of love should be unconditional. There shouldn't be any, you know, there shouldn't be any markers on it. You know, well, I love you because you believe or, this way, or, or I love you because if, you're this color. Or, if you'll, if <laughs> or you'll conform. If you'll do this, yeah. correct. Four two eight nine four nine four is the phone number. Going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll learn more about Gila Valley Pride right yes. after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. Nick Nordgrinteus is here. We're talking about Gila Valley Pride. June is Pride Month. Indeed uh, it is. And that's nationwide, but not every mm-hmm. area celebrates in June. Correct. Uh, typically, we don't because it's hot, yeah. but we're going to. Well, and there are, you know, throughout the year, there are other Pride events there are other pride things happening you know black history month there's a portion there's an aspect of black history month where black uh, gay pride is also celebrated so there's it's becoming a year around thing and uh, you know for those of us that live it it is always a year around thing Uh, and so you know june 1st is the planned date of the event and uh, the place has not been solidified but the plan is uh, safford city hall lawn and uh, we're 
planning on making it, you know, as like a spring festival size event and looking for vendors, looking for participants, looking for businesses that want a table, looking for nonprofits that want a table, looking for any amount of sponsorships and looking for um, entertainers as well, food vendors, all the things that make a pride event a pride event. So please reach out to us. I, I know there are folks listening right now who think pride is the parade in Daytona Beach. That is a pride. And that is a pride. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Um, however, <clears throat> it's more than that. It is. And, it's and, far more than that. And quite la- frankly, there's not going to be a parade here, right? I, I don't think there's enough there is participants to, to have yeah. a parade. Hopefully down yeah. the road, you know, in years to come, yeah. years following that, you know, parade will be included and, you know, maybe we can take it two days. You know, this year it's the one day. Uh, there isn't going to be a parade this year. And we talked about it and said, let's, let's start with this first and then, you know, we'll go from there. And those aspects of pride are one of the ways that LGBTQ individuals show their pride. Right. They're, they're able to be themselves. They're able to dress scantily. Sometimes they're able to, you know, be, be in their space, in a safe space, in a safe place and feel open about who they are. Right. And that's what it's about creating. And that varies with very, that varies with, all communities. There are communities. There's a, a club, a boys and girls club that actually uh, runs, administers, and puts on the pride event in their community. I, I don't remember where it is, but I, you know, next time, whenever we talk about this again, I'll find out. But you know, so there there are pride events that exist in churches. There are pride events that exist. I was going to say <laughs> last year's last year's Gila Valley Pride event was right. at the Episcopal Church. It was at the Episcopal Church, which was basically brunch. Yeah, and, it was, and it was. sitting around and Devin proposing, mm-hmm. Father Devin proposing, you know Friends what, we should allies. have an LGBTQ film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're yep. all like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. And, uh, you know, there are aspects of Pride that people think are, uh, I don't know, scandalous or a little a little risque. And and I agree there are. You know, Bisbee Pride, if you go to Bisbee Pride, which is a very liberal community, they, you know, they have scantily clad males, sometimes scantily clad females in their parade. It it happens. I missed the parade. I went for the first time last yeah. year and I missed the parade. So I was just hanging out after yeah. my wife and I. And it was just people smiling and having fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's really all it was. Well, and that's the thing. If you if you're gonna if you as an observer or you as someone who has um, a little bit of angst about this, that's where you're gonna center. You're gonna center on, oh my gosh, they're walking around in a jockstrap, or oh my gosh, that woman doesn't have a top on. When when that becomes the I guess the object of, of your, of what you see, then that's what it's going to be for you. And that's how you're going to define it for, for the community. It's not about that. Right. It, it's about having a safe place to gather, having a safe place to be, being, you know, included in your, in your community. And, you know, traditionally rural areas aren't open to that kind of inclusivity. And that's what we're working towards. We're working towards being open to that kind of inclusivity so that the members in the community that are LGBTQ 
know that they're welcome here and know that they can be a part of the community without feeling like they need to be in the closet or feeling like they need to hide an aspect of themselves, that they can be here who they are and all their glory and all their, and every, you know, flaw and, and everything and that they have crazy to offer. And their normalcy. <laughs> exactly. In, in other words, people. People. Exactly. They're free to be people. That's it. <laughs> all right. Uh, we will get more updates on it as yes. everything gets uh, finalized mm-hmm. and firmed up. Yes, indeed. Outstanding. Nick Norgrenteus, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And happy it. Valentine's Day. Love, love is love. <laughs> Thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. I'm out of here for now, but I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, you guys have a great Valentine's Day. Bye.